This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala. No, I'm in Weatherford, (laughs) Texas. Forgot where you were. I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm still in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, August 19th, episode 3002, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, that's right. We are in, or I am, Jennifer and I are in Weatherford, Texas. We're down here at our friend Tammy Serrance's house, who you're going to hear from a little bit later in the show. I got to sit down with her this morning. And uh, it's, uh, it looks a lot like Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> you're in Weatherford. It ain't that far. <laughs> it was uh, three and a half to four hour drive down to here. So it was one of our shortest drives this trip, actually. Yesterday, we did that drive down here, and uh, it looks, it's rolling hills and uh, dry and uh, dead grass. So it looks a lot like Oklahoma. (laughs) We did come through some pouring down rain in Oklahoma to get here. Did you get any of that? Um, no. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's not how that works here. (laughs) We were going to go to Windstar, the big, like, what, the world's largest casino? Yeah. And I talked Jennifer into it, and when we got to the exit, it was dumping down rain, and we knew we'd have to park the horse, the trailer away in the parking lot, and it'd be a long walk, because it's a big casino, and oh it was like, God. we didn't it's go. It's so rainy, <laughs> and it's 100 degrees outside. That would have yeah. been awful. <laughs> so we skipped it, and we just kept going. So yes, we are here in Weatherford, uh, so we're looking forward to a week's stay in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and we're going to spend the weekend touring Fort Worth and doing the Fort Worth things, and uh, hopefully getting together with some friends here as well. Uh, But there's one thing we have to do before we even get to Daily Winnie's, because it's important. Apparently, and there's probably more than one, but apparently I missed one of the recordings that somebody did for our special episode, our 3000 episode on Wednesday. And it was a poem and it was really cute. So I asked her to record it again. I don't know if we never got it or I missed it or what it was. But this is Kim Watts and she did a little poem for us. Hi, this is Kim in SoCal. I don't know what happened to my first poem that I wrote (laughs) for the 3000 episode, but I'm going to record it again and hope for the best. And you may hear Pixel in the background talking. Oh, what a cute uh, I name. I couldn't let this momentous occasion go by without letting Glenn and Jamie know how much they've meant to me over these five plus years. So here goes. Start small, dream big. Who could ask for a better gig? Just two weeks, they said, and the horse talk would be done. But ten and counting still brings education and fun. A former king and his court entertain with daily chatter. With Monty's teachings, Jamie makes horse lives matter. Fans, auditors like family, join up and grow. While commuting or in the barn, we listen and show. Listen to the show. Facebook Live, meetups, and a cruise or two 
Besides listening, there's so much to do. Glenn and Jamie may be the voice of Hit'em on HRN, but we all know it would be chaos without Coach Jen. America's Horse Husband is a podcast leader in chief, but on Horses in the Morning, Glenn loves to give Jamie grief. So cheers to 3,000 and 3,000 more. Felicitations and best wishes to the team we adore. Thank you. Oh, that was great. Well done. It needed to be a standalone <laughs> poem. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. I can't do that at all. I can't I either. Mean, Rhyming thing? Forget it. <laughs> I hit my knee on the tree. And, <laughs> and then you're done. <laughs> it was free. Like, I, it's, it's utter nonsense. Yeah, you and I doing rap? Not good. Not good. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. All right, Daily Winnie time. I shouldn't even give this person a happy birthday. I should just skip it after what she did. (laughs) So she posted in the auditor room the other day, Hey, Glenn, it's my birthday coming up, and uh, this is how you say my name. And she spelled it phonetically. Which, if she had a difficult name, I would have appreciated, but it was... Her name is Megan. <laughs> Megan Mitchell. So, Megan, you're a jerk. But happy birthday no. anyway. She totally expected for you to say, <laughs> no. Megan, Mitch, <laughs> L. Like, there's so many ways. I mean, you can't pronounce the word Colleen. So, like, it's You're fine. lucky I'm doing your birthday today, <laughs> Megan. You're lucky. And also, one of our great, great friends from overseas, Victoria Goff, who used to be on our show all the time, and we'll get her back here soon. Uh, so, happy horsies to you, Victoria. Uh, so, we're, we're so glad to be able to acknowledge people's birthdays. If you think I'm going to screw up your name and you actually have a difficult name, I do welcome you to send me a private message before your birthday. If you have a simple name, it's insulting. Just saying. Just <laughs> funny. <laughs> I am taking it upon myself to educate the youth of America tonight, Glenn. How am I going to do that? Did you hear me trying to find a babysitter desperately? As Barrett to babysit, he's going to be out of town. I've contacted my niece. My in-laws are out of oh, town. That's right. You were you were desperately trying when we were there. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, surprised yeah, you didn't ask us to stay an extra couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can't find somebody to watch Lucas. So tonight at 7 p.m., we will be there at Remington Park to watch the first race go out where I will then teach my nine-year-old how to gamble. (laughs) We've been going over things like odds and win, play, show, exacta, trifecta bets. I'm going to give him $20. And he's like, I can bet $20. And I was like, you you have $20 to spend. You can bet $2 on each race. He was like, Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> like, no. No. No, you're not. <laughs> Dad will hold your money. <laughs> Dad's not here. Oh. Oh, you're corrupting yeah. the child without Dad. I see how that yes. goes. Yes. Yes. Mom and son. And your son's a math wizard. So. Oh, my God. Okay. Just so you know, like, he's like, I, I was going over. I was like, okay, horse number one could be five to one, which means you win $5 to every $1 you bet. Horse number two could go off at 10 to one, which means you win $10. He goes, 
Well, that would mean that horse number two is not as fast as horse number one, right? Yes. Why do you know that? <laughs> Those are odds. They make odds. He's like, yeah, it just seems like they would not, you know, they would put probably the number higher for the ones they don't think are going to win. It's like, you are going to teach me how to do this. <laughs> you, you need to just let him do his thing and probably win. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. He'll pick so, by name like I do. No, uh, no? I, he's like, he's like, I'm really good at reading um, horse body language, mom. So I think I can, I was like, good, let's go. He's like, nine. <laughs> Yeah, he's nine. And uh, so we're going to go to the paddock, watch the horse. I'm like, what we do is we go from the paddock to the to to make our bet and then to the track to watch the race. And then we go visit with Nelda because the reason we go is Horse and Hound is going to be there tonight. Do it. They have a table. They sell shirts. They uh, they do everything. So uh, it's really a good fundraiser for them. So I like to show up, give them some money, and then also give the track some money. <laughs> Can you get me an extra large one of those shirts like you had? I'll I'll pay you for it. I just if I love that shirt. Them, yeah, they, yeah, that was a great they're shirt. Really, they're great shirts. So if anybody wants one, you can Venmo me some money and I'll get you a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's give an update and before we get to our. Hold oh, on, you yeah. gave me a really cool shirt, by the way. So I oh, owe you one. Yes, yes. You want to describe your shirt? It's it's me <laughs> and a basset hound. And what are the words it says? Like I didn't mean to be a crazy dog lady, but here I am killing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's something me. Like that. You you basically had them draw me. Hilarious. This company allowed you to pick the, what the face looked like, what the hair looked like, what the clothing looked like, what the dog looked like. It was incredible the amount of uh, amount of options I had, and it did look like you. Actually. It's a, me and a grown-up Homer. <laughs> it was very cool. I'm I glad you, you liked it. A, somebody with a ponytail on top of their head because I'm going to start wearing. The it words like that were now. kind of insulting, so I'm sorry you wore. I was surprised you wore it actually, but. I don't care. I didn't. It came to me in the mail, and there was no tag on it, right? No, I, so that no, was like, the one thing. It was Etsy. It. I couldn't put a card in it for some reason. And so, so. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear it and see if anybody claims it. I was with Glenn <laughs> for two hours before he realized I was wearing the so shirt. So much I pay he attention bought, to like, you. Oh, you like your shirt? I was like, did you give me this? <laughs> so... <laughs> Dexter, there you go. Shows you how much I pay attention there. Um, uh, so today we have Tammy coming on. I was going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the mounting shooted, mount, mounted shooting world and also what's happening over at Road to the Horse because she's the boss. Also, we have Beyond the Ribbon Spotlight rider Kira joining us to tell us about her adventures at Pony Club Finals and some really bad ads. So all of that is coming up on today's show. But first, real quick, we have about five minutes to get an update on the Philly. So... Give everybody a recap on last Friday's show and what happened this week. Well, I'll give you the short version, which was she was born coming out sideways. Then she came out and she got an abrasion on her leg and was bandaged from toe to knee uh, up until for about 12 weeks. Bandage changes every four days. Then after that, she got her bandage off for three days and then got epiphysitis. And then after that, she wasn't getting any better from epiphysitis. And it turns out she fractured her knee while on stall rest in the stall. So then I had to make the decision of euthanasia or do a life-saving potential surgery that could fail um, halfway through it or after it or something like that to put a screw in and to fix the knee knowing that she will never be ridden and she will only be a broodmare decided <sighs> we're going to spend thousands of dollars more on this filly and put the screw in and try to save her life and she went through the surgery did really well and uh, has been resting at the hospital and I picked her up yesterday and she's home 
like, yay, she's home. God, she's so pretty. Even with a ginormous football-sized bandage on <laughs> I was her. I going to say, even with a cast on her leg. <laughs> I mean, it is intense. So that band, So now she has to get antibiotics every eight hours. How do you do so that? So I have to, yeah, a tube in the mouth. Oh. She's thrilled. She's thrilled to see me. Uh, so every time I do it, I'm like, I scratch her. I love her. We're like, everything is great. <laughs> That in your mouth. Oh, look, more scratches. I'm trying to. She doesn't hate me quite yet. And uh, so I look. Oh, Do you gosh, have to change the bandage? I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, no. I no. mean, I'm not going to. I'm paid professionals to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to do a compression bandage on a foal's knee by myself. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Mm. So I've got the vet. Lucas will help you. Between the two week. of you, I'm sure that would be video it so we can make some money later. He reads horse body language. Really That's right. Well, he so is very good at that. Yes. Bandage it. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's home. She is, of course, like she's so, oh my God, my foot hurts so bad. And and so I had met, had my friend Ginger meet me here and she led pink out of the trailer and I had Effie, you know, she broke her halter somehow. <laughs> Uh, at the barn. And so I just had a, uh, my arms around her neck and then my other arm around her butt. And like, you know, I'm like, come on, baby. And we gently step down. It's like this maybe four inch step down. And she steps down. I'm holding her. I'm like helping her. I'm like, oh, you poor little thing. And she pisses off and runs away, bucking. <laughs> I was like, what are you? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. She's like, I don't need you. And fortunately, she only ran for about 30 seconds before she was like, oh, that sucks. That hurts. Uh, so, so she went back in the stall and it's been pretty good. Is she on nice, stall yeah. rest for a while? Um, She's on stall rest for, I don't know, the foreseeable future. <laughs> so so she, uh, they were talking. I, I sat with the surgeon for 30 minutes and, and cried and did all the things. I didn't make an idiot out of myself, but I was really upsetting because he showed me um the you know they put a camera in there first to check it out and so i was seeing all of it and i saw the screw in it and everything it was just really really detailed and uh, we discussed everything because she also has a bacterial disease in her lungs that were uh, that's what the antibiotics are treating the bone and this and the screw may or may not be uncomfortable so it may or may not have to come out there's so many may or may nots involved in this but i just i needed to give her a chance you know i you just i just needed to give her a chance so my 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 friend uh, Travis, he always goes, selling money, you just make more. So selling money, I'm just going to make more. I'm going to need a raise, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I heard that coming. So she's on stall rest and we'll uh, keep her fingers crossed. So before we get to our first guest, Kira, who is the most adorable eventer on the planet, she's the one who talks to her pony. She went viral because she talks to her pony so much. Well, she went to some championships, the Pony Club Championships. So we're going to hear from her as soon as we hear from our title sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Researchers have confirmed that as horses age, they naturally become less sensitive to insulin and more susceptible to health problems caused by too much sugar in the diet. One way to reduce the sugar content in a horse's diet is to replace sugar-laden grains with a high-fat supplement. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. 
It is readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of sugary grains. Equijewel Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. Best of all, Equijewel allows owners to easily replace the calories previously supplied by sugary grains. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijewel. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Kira's back. She's one of our spotlight riders this year. She's a whopping 12 years old superstar. And you just went to Pony Club Finals, didn't you? Yes, I did. Where was it at? It was in Tryon, North Carolina this year. And how important is Pony Club Championships to Pony Clubbers? Basically, it's the biggest Pony Club event of the entire year, so I'd say pretty important. <laughs> it's a Super Bowl for Pony, pony Club. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So, Except it's in like warm weather instead of cold. Yes, right. So, And who did you bring? What, what ponies did you bring? Well, you can only take one pony, so I took Flower, and we did dressage this year, which and, is very odd for an eventer. Yeah, Flower's your event pony, right, that we saw you in the video with? Yes, she is. Yeah. So how'd it go? It actually went really, really well. So tell, were, tell us about it. There were four teams in my division, and for horse management, which is like basically all the off-the-horse stuff, we were in third place. Um, for overall riding, though, um, my team got first place. Oh, yay! We were in the lead by like 30 points, I think. Wow. So we did really good for the overall. And in my freestyle, I managed to place second. I was like point one away from first. Oh, but second's terrific because there were probably a lot of, there was always a lot of kids there. And what music did you yeah. do in your freestyle? I did La Vida Loca <laughs> by... Ricky Martin. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> La Vida Loca, that's a classic. That's a lot of fun. And with Flower, I can see I can see you guys using that song because Flower would yeah, be... Yeah, it was... She liked it, I think. Yeah, she'd be <laughs> dancing to it for sure. Yeah. So, so, oh, so what? What? I'm assuming it was really hot there at Tryon. Was that the first time you were at Tryon? It's the first time I've competed at Tryon, but we usually go down to Pony Club Champs, even if you aren't competing. Gotcha. Like sometimes okay. there'll be just a bunch of like the littler kids that just come down for vacation and watch all the older kids. Well, now I'm one of the older kids. <laughs> It's hard to believe, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, so, I'm not really one of the older kids, but I'm sort of. <laughs> so is it still set up that with Pony Club, Jamie, the kids are separated from the parents, and during the day, they're not allowed to talk to the parents. Is it still set up that way? Yeah. I, I thought it was. Is that good? Is that like a relief, or is that stressful? Um... Sometimes it can be stressful, but sometimes it can also be kind of helpful. How so? <laughs> well, I mean, it's good to be on your own because then you have to like be responsible for everything. 
but sometimes it's just easier to just be doing it yourself. And you don't have mom telling you what to do all day, which reduces the stress. <laughs> Let's yeah, be honest. Sometimes. Let's be real here, Kira. I can say it. She can't hear my side. Well, I, was, well, I was trying to see if she was going to give you a real answer or give me a my mom standing right, right. behind me. Kind of That's answer. the answer you got right there. Because your mom is standing well, she right listens to these. <laughs> no, she, she can't listen to this one. Sorry, mom. It's the truth. <laughs> So what's next for you then? Are you going to continue into the fall showing and doing your thing? Um, Actually, my next show is with Flower at VHT because I want to qualify for dressage regionals this year. What's VHT? Um, It's Virginia Horse Park. Okay, gotcha. So you're going, you're just doing, you're just doing dressage or is it an event? Um, They host a lot of events, but... This is just a dressage show. Look at you becoming a little dressage addict over there. (laughs) (laughs) I mainly like the freestyles, to be honest. Yeah, well, that I mainly like watching the freestyles, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Should have seen my costume. Oh yeah, what was that? Um, I had a skirt and like this pink shirt that kind of and it had like flowers and lace on it. It was cool. Well, it, do you have a picture of that you can send me quick after the after the interview? Sure, I can find one. Yeah, cool. Send me a picture of you and your you and Flower all decked out, okay? <laughs> she looked so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Bet she did. Well, good luck in the fall. We'll keep in touch with you. And uh, what did you say you're trying to qualify for? Dressage regionals. Oh, that'd be pretty impressive if you did that at the age of 12. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Now, you can't talk to Flower during the dressage test, though. It's very annoying. Well, no, yeah, because you're not allowed to talk during dressage. <laughs> I don't know how Flower... Do you think Flower likes it better when you're quiet or likes it more when you talk? Sometimes I think she wishes... She's probably like, okay, human, I know what I'm doing. You can shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I think she likes it. <laughs> Cross country, she needs the help. She needs the encouragement. But yeah, dressage, she's like, I got this. Just shut up, mom. <laughs> Sit there and ride. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kira, thanks again so much for joining us, and we'll check in with you in a month or two. Okay. All right. Bye, Kira. Bye. She's so cute. <laughs> she's adorable, and she'll send up that picture. I'll put it as the show notes picture, and then uh, you can just check your show notes to find the picture. Of Kira, do Lavita Loca has to be one of the most used songs ever for freestyle. Really? Yeah, I've seen it fifty times, and especially with freestyles like uh, at Western shows where they have might have a freestyle or you know Road to the Horse kind of competitions and stuff like that. Because it's so fast beated. And their little legs going. Yeah. Love it. Well, as a rider, you know that one of the most important tools for connecting with your horse is the saddle. Wintech saddles combine world-leading innovations in high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles. The comprehensive Wintech range offers not only cutting-edge sat- designs, but also reaches new standards in fit, comfort, and performance that benefits both you and your horse. It's easy to see why. 
why Wintech is the world's number one synthetic saddle brand. Visit Wintech-Saddles.com today to view Wintech's full range of saddles and to reach a new level of comfort for you and your horse. Well, we're going to finish up our celebration week with one of our longtime friends since the beginning. We started the week with one of our longtime friends who was at the beginning of Horse Radio Network, and we're going to finish the week that way with past host of the Western Radio Show and multiple world champion shooter, Tammy Serrantz. Well, we're continuing. Actually, we're finishing up our week here, our celebration week, and it's so appropriate that we're finishing celebration week. Like, we started it with Michelle in Louisiana, and she had been listening to before to the podcast we did before Horse Radio Network, which is crazy that somebody's lasted that long. She's, she's been with us almost 16 years. Uh, and then we come to Tammy's house now to end the week, and Tammy Surratt's uh, world champion, many, 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 many times over, mounted shooter, uh, an all-around just lovely person who we've known since the beginning of Horse Radio Network. Congratulations, Glenn. I, I got to say, like when the first podcast thing came out, I was like, damn, this guy's ahead of the curve, you know? And it's funny to watch you keep going week after week and have the industry catch up to you. So I I really They're going to have some catching up to do now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I really really looked up to you of being like a a groundbreaker or a rule breaker or a leader or whatever you want to call it, but you're at the front of the pack, and I always admire that. So congratulations on you both on your episodes. How did we meet? I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't remember either. You know what? I was a guest. I was a guest. Uh, for Mounted Shooting. Yes, for Mounted Shooting on... I, Stable Scoop. Early yes. on. Early, early yes. on. Like maybe 2008 or nine. Yeah. Oh, don't date us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a long, long, long time ago. Yep. So there's so much to talk about with you because you, you have such a uh, interesting, fun life. I, I want to start with mounted shooting. We had you on because you were world champion back then. Are you still shooting? Are you still going? I am. I'm still shooting. I went back and after my TBI that I sustained in a car accident, I went back to college to kind of keep my mind active and got a bachelor's and got a master's. And so when all that happens, you know, you really don't have time in your life to if you want to stay on the top in any discipline, you've got to breathe it. You've mm-hmm. got to live it. And trying to juggle work and horses and school and college, writing papers every night, you know, like you don't have that luxury. So I'm still competing and showing and, and a little more right now, but I just had to – it quite aggravated me, to be honest, because I was like – I saw people on Facebook like doing all the fun stuff that I wanted to do. <laughs> so I told myself, papers. I'm like, no, you're not on – dude, do not go to Facebook unless you got to work, put something up for work, you know, so – Everyone was having the fun I wanted to have, winning the stuff I wanted to win. So um, I just told myself it's not my time. Um, you just go do you. You take care of your schooling and, and heal from your TBI and come back and later it'll be your time. So I'm coming into that now. And you just won another world championship. I did. Yeah, it was at uh, uh, Paint World. I took a couple of horses and won one world championship and one reserve. So, you know, it's nice to... You know, when you're a bit of a has-been, it's really nice to come back and finish on top again. Oh, I don't think you're a has-been. They didn't see you go in that arena. and Everybody sees you come in that arena is nervous. I've at least gone turn Do my toes out. they look at out. you and go, damn. You know, some people, like the new people in this sport, don't really like... Some know yeah. me and then some don't. So it's kind of... Everything evolves, you know, like... I feel like a, just a seasoned ranch horse at this point. You know, like I've been around. I know what to do. You <laughs> can cut the cows now. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep. So, so there, I, so much I want to get to with you, but I, uh, let's stay on this for a second. I, I always wanted to ask you, you have, what, 150, 160 belt buckles. It's a, like a lot. Yeah, I have uh, plenty to dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them are out here in your other place. You had them all out in this big wall rack. That now was it's incredible. just my favorites. Yeah, now it's know? just... How do you decide which one to wear? You know, I don't, I don't, I really don't wear a belt buckle a lot. But when I do, um, I try, I used to wear one that I was emotionally attached to. It was one of my biggest wins, but it was back in 2006 or eight. And I have this thing that I think about like, you got to pick your buckles carefully because if you wear one too old, then everyone's going to be like, Oh, she's a husband. Oh, she's a husband. Yeah. She hasn't done anything. <laughs> and they put you know? the date real big on them, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't want to walk around 2006 world champion. So I try and like pick one that's kind of recent, kind of a big win. But, you know, the, some of the older ones now I just, you know, leave on the shelf. So one of these days, Tammy, I want to have a HRN belt buckle made. I think it'd look cool with the HRN belt buckle and the little logo, dude. <laughs> I do like the logo, dude. I really yeah, do. It's, I'll send it to you, though, when I have it made. I'll send you a copy okay. so you can add it to your books. And fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it would fit, though, because you were one of the very early hosts here. Most people probably don't know this that are new listeners on the Horse Radio Network. I don't even know what year we started the Western Radio Show, but it was early. It, it was very early, and Alan... Too early for the Western people. <laughs> too early for the Western people. Alan and I, Alan Moorhead and I hosted it for many years, and the strange thing about it is when Mars Communications purchased Road to the Horse, I went to work for them. They're a conglomerate with a lot of other brands. They also have the National Barrel Horse Association and the West Coast Barrel Racing Association. So I started to do marketing into those brands. So I show up at the first... NBHA Barrel Racing World Championship in Perry, Georgia, and by gosh, who's there? Alan, Alan Moorhead, <laughs> the announcer. I'm like, you are kidding me. Like, so now Alan and I work together uh, on some of the NBHA oh, events. Funny. So it is just like, let's wait a it's a small, Burn any bridges, it is a small Glenn, world. It's a small world. But yeah, I, I love Alan. We had a great time. And I really, you he's know, it was really, really valuable announcer. for me. He's a great announcer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's won awards and i mean yeah. he's just a good announcer. no he he's great we can listen to a thousand bell races and still be interested <laughs> he's that good well that's cool i'm glad you you got to see him we kept that up for it's probably about time to bring a western radio show back i think the western <laughs> world's ready for it now there's yeah. podcasts out there and there are yeah it just yep. was too early yeah uh, uh you know it was the you know english side was barely figuring it out you know yep. it's, it's yep. it, it was just too early so what do you do now what what is your role now i'm director of operations at road to the horse so so you're like the boss? Well, I carry a lot on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you always were like the boss, just didn't have the title or the pay. <laughs> so, yeah, Road to the Horse is a cult starting competition. So it was very interesting in COVID when you're in the live event to, like, what do you do? Because we were supposed to host an event, and it's a, a, a pretty big event to logistic-wise. Well, to, we get about 8,000 spectators. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a big event. So I was ready, had everything ready two weeks before we head out. We we're about to pack the truck for uh, Lexington. COVID hits, and we postponed the event a month because we thought, wow, three, yeah, four weeks, over. it'll yeah. be good. Well, we had to cancel it. So it was really a lot of, like almost the most creative wins at that point, you know. So we had to regroup a lot of things for Road of the Horse and we ended up bringing it back to Texas for a year and we went back to, to Lexington this year. So it's been, uh, you've really got to 
kind of being creative to stay in the game at this point. So are are you are you still enjoying Road of the Horse? I do. You know, I love the crew. Because it's been years. It's been yeah. years. I've been in and out of Road of the Horse since about 2012. I love the people. I really love the people. And I, I'm really inspired by it. And the level of horsemanship. And once you get to know the clinicians, like... They're they're so deep from what you just witness on YouTube or their Facebook, and I've really loved getting to know them on a personal basis. Like Brandy Lyons, like I, I just loved visiting with her, and you know, like Jonathan Field and Dan James, and like I'm just surrounded by amazing equestrians, and to get to know them on a personal level is just. It's cool. Has it been announced? Uh, so the next one will be next March? Is it usually in March? Yeah, yeah, we've got a wild card coming up in Fort Worth next month. So tickets are on sale there, roadtothehorse.com, September 22nd to the 25th. That's a wild card event. It's the first time we've ever done it. And that's in, in Texas? In, yeah, Cowtown yeah. Coliseum. We're taking six talented cult starters, and the one that wins is going to go through to Lexington. So it's kind of like a... I think like America's got talent, yeah. but it's kind of like a qualifier, but it should be really fun. I'm really excited. We've got um, a Brazilian, um, Daniel Oliveira in there. We have um, two ladies, world's greatest horsewomen in there, um, Kelsey Love Thomas. So it's packed with talent. And then um, Amanda Wilson, Vicky Wilson's sister, she's flying over. From New Zealand. Yeah. 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 English competitor. Is she going to be in the wild card? Y- yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Yeah. We got to be- look out for those girls. Yeah, I mean, so I'm excited. Her sister won it, so it's a it's a mix. So yeah, I'm, and that's an English side too. Yeah, so, yeah. it is. She is an English rider, show jumper yeah. Yeah. from New Zealand. So uh, that cold starting competition is going to be super cool. It was fun. Uh, we were there the year that her sister uh, yes. came and yes. won, right? Yeah, and she she's also a, car, a uh, she's also an entertainer. And she is an entertainer. They do entertaining stuff in New Zealand. So you could tell when she was in there, she played to the She became an audience favorite. She was. English or not. (laughs) Yeah, she was different like that. And I don't know if that was the year she dislocated her shoulder. Yes. And that's the other reason she she finished with a dislocated shoulder. Everyone loves a gritty underdog. (laughs) Like, come on. So, yeah, it was pretty far She sucked it up and finished. Man, she did. She's tough. (laughs) So, yeah, we've always had fun doing Road to the Horse over the years. We're going to have to get back there one of these years. We're yeah. definitely going to have to yep. do that again. And of course, you know, I kind of met Carrie, Mary Kitzmiller there. Yes. And now she's hosting one of the shows. So, you know, yep. it, is a, it is a full circle. Yeah. Mary yeah. came and carried the flags for us in March uh, with her Mustang. So, uh, yeah, it was great to have her. So we're, we've got a lot in our network. And uh, are you going to let Jennifer try mounted shooting this weekend? Oh, saddle up. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Plenty of guns. She's and... pretty good at shooting on the ground. I don't know how she'll be in there. No, you know, right. for the mounted shooting, when I get a new person in, I always let them shoot on the ground first. Then they get the feel of the gun. They get us in confidence. Yeah, because up, your so. revolvers are a little different. They are. Yeah. They are. They're a little light. Yeah. You know, you've got to be careful. They'll, they will discharge. So all my students sat on the ground to make sure that it's all good and safe before <laughs> they get on the horse. So, yeah. No. So you're also, you said Road to the Horse, you're in charge of, but you also help out with marketing with two other organizations. I do, bow racing uh, organizations. And, you know, I took my shooting horses to a bow race because I thought, what better to meet the people? Well, it's kind of, you do patterns. I mean, it's kind of similar. It's similar. You know the hardest thing for me, Glenn? I had an extra hand. I didn't have a gun in my hand. Oh, that's true. So I'm just like, because you ride with one hand. (laughs) Do I have, I had, I know I had the wrong hand on the saddle horn turning. 
the first time I just, but yeah, it's all oh, my horses turn barrels, but I'm like, Oh, what do I do with my hand? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And they probably didn't let you wear your guns either. No, yeah. I just felt like, and then I got home and I didn't have to clean guns. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> All right. Can I tell the story of when we first met you in Lexington? Oh, yeah. You probably remember it better than me. All right. So she, this is full circle, really, because we met her right at, she came in for the World of Question Games. You were doing demonstrations there. Uh, World of Question Games, yep. And some marketing for a trail horse association. That's right. So you were there for that and you stayed at a friend of ours farm and we went over and met you for the first time. And you came, you, and the Living Quarters trailer is still here in your farm, actually. <laughs> it's still the same it's trailer. Staying one. You took us in the Living Quarters trailer, and you said, oh, you want to see some of my guns? You pulled guns out of the oven, out of the shower, <laughs> underneath the bed, out of the closets. There were guns everywhere. So that's the first time we met you. Here you are pulling guns out of everywhere. <laughs> you know, I was thinking to myself when you showed up at the ranch, I'm like, some things never change. Like the first horse, like my old shooting horse, he's 27 years old. He's Handsome. retired. Your world champion horse. Yeah. Many he, times. He's yeah. here and the old trailer still here. Yeah. I'm sure some of the guns are, you know, moved on, but yeah, some things never We're change. We're all looking a little older. <laughs> yeah. Except for Handsome. He looked fine. Yeah, Handsome looks good. <laughs> Well, it's been so fun. Thank you so much for letting us stay here. Oh, also, anytime. At your ranch Any, in Weatherford. Anytime. Yeah, I love I love this place. I love this area. It's super convenient. So let's talk a little bit about that uh, before we wrap. This part, we're near Weatherford. We're south of Weatherford, uh, Texas, which is west of Fort Worth. Yep. So Weatherford, uh, the area you're in here is very horsey. I mean, this oh, is a yeah. this is one horse ranch after another. Whereas yep. when we were coming down from Oklahoma to get here, it was cows. It was all yeah. cows yep. and cattle. This is horse where you yeah. are. Yeah, this is a great area. It's kind of been a little difficult for us hosting events such as like Road to the Horse because there's so many options. And I was laughing with someone at the office today. It takes a lot to impress Texas. You know, like, yeah, yeah. if you have a horse event, it better be a good one because there's there's, there's so, so much to do. Yeah. And it's it's really awesome, though. I mean, there's tax stores and horse shows and pony clubs and, you know, all kinds of things. There's a barrel race every day, at least one somewhere. And indoor arenas everywhere. So, yeah, it's it's really a great and place to be. And some big farms. You Some told me really big farms. You don't. You're not a ranch. What did you say? We kind of decided it was a thousand acres to be a ranch. Yeah, yeah. Glenn <laughs> asked me what I was going to call my ranch. I'm like, it's like six acres. So uh, <laughs> it's a <laughs> feel baby like I've got a potting green more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't named it yet. I haven't. I'm just undecided. You know, like I don't really want to call it something to do with shooting horses. I wanted something like. It's a gift. It's a blessing for me. It 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 is just you know. It's something I've always wanted. Tammy's blessing farm. Yeah, or, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue though. Uh, I'm no. not sure. We were joking around. What did we say yesterday? Like uh, easy keeper easy ranch because everything ranch. here is fat. <laughs> horse here is the size of scooter. <laughs> It's true of all the horses that we pass to. Quarter horses, easy keepers. Because yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of fat quarter horses. I'm glad you didn't say that about me, Glenn. <laughs> We're all skinny. The horses yeah. are fat. Because yeah. we have to feed the horses. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Well, so. It's also the first time Jennifer's been in Texas, except to fly through it. And yep. so it's going to be her first time this weekend. We're heading over to Fort Worth. 
Yes. And we're actually doing the train ride, the, the, the tourist train over there. We're yep. going to do that on Sunday, and we have to take her to see, you know, see the Longhorns come down the street and the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the drovers, we have interviewed a couple of them. Yes. So yes. that's going to be kind of cool. It's fun. I've live-streamed a little bit of that for Road of the Horse and watched the, the, the cows or cattle or Longhorns, whatever you want to call them, go plus, through. Jamie's not here, so I can say, because she's vegetarian. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Uh, Jennifer's going to eat her first Texas steak and find out what steak's really supposed to taste like. Well, there's some good ones and some bad ones, so hopefully we'll <laughs> You'll steer you in the right direction. To the good no ones. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that because I plan on eating some steak while we're here. And then uh, Monday, we'll be heading over to a campground north of Dallas, and we'll be spending all week doing two conferences over there. Very good. So uh, we're good. looking forward to hanging out in Texas for a week, yep. and uh, we'll see some of Dallas because apparently these... Uh, Wisa and Podcast Movement are both downtown. So yes. I'd get yes. to drive my truck downtown. <laughs> so we'll find out how that goes. Well, although you know, Texas is made for trucks. Well, let me tell you, Dallas is a little different than Fort Worth. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You'll work that out right quick. <laughs> it's funny because when we were in Oklahoma, we went downtown and they said, I said, how are we going to park our big truck downtown? They said, oh. It's made for, uh, yeah, it's all yeah. angle parking and it's yeah, truck size. Yeah, yeah, know, so yeah. It's, it's a little, too. little different than Florida. Yeah. <laughs> With oh. everybody in their tiny little cars. We got wide uh, car washes, wide banking lanes, <laughs> like wide everything, wide at the airport. So no, you're good. Thank you, Tammy. Where can people follow Road to the Horse and all that? Yeah, roadtothehorse.com. There's the event in September uh, with the six wild cards. There's an event in March in Lexington, Kentucky. Well, one of the most fun things that we did while you were here, I just want everybody to know that we were, I was taking Lucas to school as Glenn and Jen were getting packed up to leave. And he turned to me, he goes, mom, I don't want him to leave yet. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> but it's because you, you, you did what an adult should do to a, a, a kid, which is be present with them, you know, and be engaged. Like my mom will be like, look, when he was little, Lucas doesn't really, I'm like, mom, you have to get on the floor with him and play with him and talk to him. And now Lucas is nine and he's like straight up me and Chad. So he's like, talk to him like a human. There's no baby talk. And you just, you engage with him. So one thing we did was we went to for the first time ever an escape room, <laughs> Which I've never been to one. I've seen people like posting like I escaped or I didn't escape or whatever. And and I've always read about them and I thought they would be kind of scary because like there's one with like called the insane asylum and there's one room <laughs> called the the death clown, you know, and like but we went and did a Jumanji one. And uh you and me and Glenn and my friend Ginger and her daughter Brooklyn all went and oh my gosh, it was really fun. It was fun, yeah. It was fun. And, you know, the kids did really well, actually. Yeah. They, they, they solved a few of them because it took simple things. A lot of times we overcomplicate it in the escape room. We're trying to overcomplicate everything, and they're just like, hey, this probably works over here. <laughs> What's <laughs> amazing to me is there's a camera that is in oh, the yeah. room, and you see that you're actually on the film. And I just I kept looking at it going, God, that must just be talking about how stupid people are. Like, I mean, they would watch it be like, oh, you idiot. Because I'm like, I'm standing on a chair. I'm like, I need a bird's eye view. I was frantic. You were looking around. Ginger's like looking behind pictures and the kids are like, here's a key. <laughs> Found true. on the floor. Um, but we actually did survive. And yeah, it was, there's no way. To escape one of those things without the hints that we wouldn't have. Apparently, people it do it, but we would not have. We would not have succeeded without the hints. 
No. We would be in Jumanji forever. <laughs> yes, that's right. Eaten by a tiger or a lion or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. And the rooms, those rooms, the ones I've been in before, the rooms were pretty big. That was a tiny room. I'm glad Jennifer didn't go because she is claustrophobia. She would not have done well. Yes, it was uh, a very small room. And then we finally unlocked the Lucas got the key and unlocked the door to the next room. We we're like, oh, thank God, we get to go in an even smaller Even room. smaller room. <laughs> there were like five. I don't know how you fit more than five in that room. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I think it's like up to eight to 12 people. I'm like, where are you going to put those people? That's <laughs> insane. tripping over each other. It was fun, though. The thing that's annoying, anybody that's been to an escape room knows. And the one I did before was with Jemmy when we were doing Finding Florida. And they had us in there, just the two of us. So it was just the two of us trying to solve it. And it was a... You died, didn't you? Yeah, it was a bomb going off. And it there was constant tick, tick, tick. And then as you got closer to to the bomb actually going off to the end when you haven't solved it, the ticking got really fast. And oh my God, it was stressful. That's um, so stressful. And this one had had that kind of thing too. It had the music going and the music got faster. And it was like, oh, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, the Jumanji drums were yes. like something bad is coming. Yeah, so that definitely ups the level of anxiety. Like if we're going to do, Lucas wants to go back and do the insane asylum one. I'm like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, Lord knows what they'd play there, screaming. I don't know. I'm going to unplug the recorder from the wall. <laughs> I think really Chad would do very well at that because he's got that mind. I don't, I, I disagree. He'd be like, well, it's not written on the wall, so I can't figure it <laughs> He'd out. He'd be army. It's not, I don't have a regulation for that. Yes, there's just no procedure for this. Yes, the buttons. I have a, explanations for every button. There's like 12 pages in my manual for every button. <laughs> oh, by the way, he's in this captain training, and he's like laughing. He's like, okay. So he's sitting in this cockpit, and he has to learn to hit all these buttons in the particular order that it it's going in every different scenario. Your captains are trained very well on aircrafts, American aircrafts. Uh, and, and everything is going really, he's like, but I have to reach up and flip buttons that are just, they're not, they don't, they don't turn, they don't flip up or down. And so he's to pretend to turn a knob and then go over here and flip this switch that doesn't actually move. He's like, it's so annoying. Like nothing. You're sitting there and you're basically like memorizing these like movements that you're supposed to do and why you do them, but they don't do anything. It's That's like, I interesting. Turn a knob and I have to pretend. By the simulator that we, ne- we didn't do when we never did when I visited you in Arizona, had all the buttons worked. Yes, this is a di- whole different thing. <laughs> whole different thing. Well, I enjoyed the stay. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed doing the episode. I'm so glad we did the episode together on Wednesday. And thanks to all the auditors for watching and commenting. And there's like five or 600 comments on the video. So we really appreciate that. That video is still up. So if you missed it and want to watch the video, you can. And obviously, the show is out on all the feeds as well. But uh, I had a good time with with Lucas, too. So you can tell him I had fun, too. Okay. Apparently, you told him you were going to do an interview with him. Yes, we have to do an interview here one of these days. Yes. Well, he is going to require it because he asked about it every time I see him. Mom, (laughs) when am I going to do my interview? (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to. One of these days when he's off, I'll have to get him on in the post show and we'll we'll do a little interview with Lucas. All right. How about some really bad ads? Let's do that. Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. 
horse trade. They tell a low down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trade. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trade. And auditors, we will have a post-show. I wanted to mention that as well. So it's time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners submit ads, either from Craigslist or Facebook, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. Um, We've been doing this for a long time. We've read thousands and thousands of ads, and we give away prizes, too. We've given away over $50,000 in prizes over the years on Horses in the Morning, and and we have about $400 worth this month that we're going to give away thanks to Horselovers.com. You can find a selection of over 100 120,000 horse items at horselovers.com. And this uh, month we're giving away Cool Curtains Dutch Door Toppers. So if you have Dutch doors, this is a curtain that actually uh, hooks on above in the open part above. So it allows air in, but it blocks 80% of the sun's heat rays and screens out the bugs and the insects and things like that. So you get airflow, but yet you don't have all the annoyances that are there. So you can save money on a electricity and bug spray and that's a hundred and fourteen dollar value the next prize is the magic a a keep is that how you say it i think it's a keep i don't know equip you're asking me how to say something (laughs) (laughs) high efficiency breathable girth the straight design is perfect for everyday use comes with a removable biofoam non-neoprene liner it's perfect all-purpose girth for all disciplines and uh, the non-neoprene inner liner is antimicrobial and does not create the heat buildup and the bacterial environment often associated with uh, petroleum-based and limestone-based neoprene making it the perfect choice for your sensitive horses and the next thing is a a gatsby bug free fly sheet and the sheepskin nylon breakaway halter all as one package worth 65 dollars. the stylish gatsby bug free fly sheet fits like a typical blanket but is made with lightweight and breathable mesh to help keep your horses cool and protected from flies and other insects the luxurious halter is perfect for trailering or everyday use if your horse is super sensitive. It's a durable nylon halter that is lined with soft and silky faux sheepskin to prevent rubs on delicate facial bones. And the faux sheepskin is stitched in place to prevent shifting or twisting. I think the filly would look really cute in one of those, actually. I'm, I'm Googling it right now because I really want to see what it looks like. Yeah, I think the filly needs that because... Uh, you know, it's the Philly. <laughs> so, yeah, she, yeah, it is really cute. Yeah, yeah. she needs a body protector. She needs that foam all over her body, actually. The, <laughs> yes. the faux sheepskin body. All right. Well, wow. The ads came in from everywhere. We got so many of them. So, if we don't get to yours, you're still in the running for a prize. Charlotte, Hannah, Allie, Alice, and Janelle, and Tanya, you guys are all admitted you're all in the running but we just won't have time to get to them but uh, barbara sent the first one in yeah we did have a lot of audio ads that we will have to do in the uh, next week or the following because we didn't have enough internet to download them here so <laughs> i'm actually recording from the first time from the lit from the horse side of the trailer we're in the back i got it all set up so this is the first time we're doing a show from the trailer uh barbara sent this one in saddle for sale Great brushed suede saddle for small oxen or boar. Maybe a big goat, but definitely not for donkeys. Like new, used only once. Do you ride a boar? (laughs) (laughs) I get you maybe ride an oxen, but a boar? 
A pig? People ride goats? It'd have to be a little person ride a goat. I mean, a tiny little person. This must Nobody be a tiny goats. little saddle. Jeez. <laughs> There's not a goat big enough for an adult to ride. Oh, my God. This is So maybe it's like one of those decorative Halloween costumes for your boar. <laughs> <laughs> and who has a wild boar? You know, most wild boar are not welcome at farms. I don't get that. Well, that just goes to show what a what a, if you're a boar breaker. I'm a pig <laughs> There's whisper. a specialty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Michaela sent the next one in. She is Oh, I want to see you do, do join up with a boar. That'd be, that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do it with sheep in Ireland. It didn't work, did it? No, they didn't care. Uh, They looked at me. (laughs) They were very aware (laughs) of me. Uh, So it looks like this is just a a Facebook ad. I mean, a Craigslist ad. She is beautiful Philly paint. (laughs) She was born on May 21, 22. She will be ready to go love home and sept. She is registered paint. Space, pace, period. She will be 16 hand tall hand and she will be built body on her space, space period, like her mom and her dad space, period, space, period, (laughs) no space. She be great show horse. Do not miss out her period. No space. She have very great bloodling on her space period. <laughs> She's bloodling. <laughs> what did I just read? You guys think this is easy to read them the way they're written, which is very wrong. It's very hard to read them wrong like they're written. <laughs> it's, it's very I can difficult. read right stuff wrong all the time, but reading wrong stuff right is tough. Well, it's a filly. I got that out of it. Um and she's apparently pretty young, and she's going to be a great show horse. By the way, how do you know that when she's two months old? Just saying. Okay. Katie sent the following one in. Pasture and horse garten. Horse and garten. Pasture and horse <laughs> and garten. word with a dash in the middle. Like Green pasture, hay horse grade, water access, spot and pond safe. Spot and Electric fences with spare chargers and supplies for emergency repairs. Your choice of grains and special feed and treats. Vet visits on arrival. Interval and when needed. 24-7 presence and two-day minimum interaction. What? And much, much more. Winter is nearing and we will match or beat written offers. What the heck are they talking about? I am... It's a horse and garden. Don't you know about that? What is that? So, so what I'm assuming is is it boarding? I think it's like pasture board. I don't know. And when they say two day minimum interactions, that means they like feed your horse twice a week. That's what. That's what I. I was thinking that too. I was like, spare chargers, and so I don't know what. I don't don't know. That's a bad ad right there. That's a really bad ad. When we read it and have no clue what the ad is about, it's a bad ad. (laughs) Barbara, Michaela, and Katie, you guys are all killing it so far. Katie, I just want to call that person and say, did anybody call you? Did you get any calls? Nobody has called you. And then she Um, said, this poor woman sitting there going, I put that ad up and nobody's responded. Why has nobody called me? It's like the one with the Philly paint. Yes. Nobody knows what you're trying to say. <laughs> Pre-read. Like, even you p- posted this 
on our show notes and there's like the you know the wiggly blue lines underneath misprint miswritten stuff yes the whole thing has wiggly yes. blue lines did she not see the wiggly blue lines <laughs> and know what that meant okay cassidy sent the next one in this is a i think from a facebook page indiana gated equines trader for her gated broke anyone can ride asking nine apples rehoming fee no D at M texting. What? I don't. <laughs> I Y'all have no are idea. really you were bringing some good ads this time because we have no idea what the heck we're reading. We have a theme every week and it's not planned. And this week is like what? what? I have no idea. <laughs> now this next one, I need. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna fight you for. There's gonna be an auction for this one. Okay, it's called Lil. Hold on one second. Jennifer, do you think that they would let me take this to the barn and use it at the barn? At the boarding stable? Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, Okay. then there's an auction. I'm bidding for it against you. Oh, wait a minute. Look at the price. No, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A little much. What it is, it's a golf cart (laughs) that is completely decorated on the outside to look like Mater from Cars. It is exactly like Mater. I'm not like a Cars fanatic and movie. Like, was never really... I still want this. It's a door. It has the front teeth. It has everything. the eyeballs and the little nostrils. Oh, it has a little hook on the back because he's a tow tow truck. (laughs) Okay. Lil Tomater... The golf cart just built on a 2017 EasyGo RXV chassis, 48 volt original Trojan batteries, AC motor. There's an AC. Why would there be AC in a golf cart? Hand laid fiberglass on the custom sculpted front end. Very strong and very lightweight. All new LED lights looks absolutely awesome at night. Oh, cool. New upholstery front and back seats for Bluetooth ready with waterproof speakers, plays different sound, speech, and plays music. The front windshield eyes decal is perforated so the driver can see out great. Comes with charger ready for pickup today. In Noonan, Georgia, $9,900. And they say, yes, we take credit cards. Plus 3%. <laughs> this is cute, but I'm not sure $10,000 cute. Oh, my God. It's adorable. It is late. And it has a little I will sign, post this. Later, Rusty Springs. I'll yeah. post this on the Horses in the Morning page because this is really cute. I don't think we can get too much crap on this one. So we'll post that. Anna sent the following one in. Looking for a stallion does not have to be registered. Not looking to spend an arm and a leg. Prefer white, blue, Rome, or black, but will consider all. Well, she's not picky. I don't think you need a stallion. <laughs> Let me just go out there and say that. You're sure she doesn't? Because she's not picky, which stallion? Usually well, you want the stallion room. to breed, right? If you want a stallion? It doesn't have to be she registered, watched, Glenn. Uh, she watched... Which the, what's the one with the stallion? Is it Black Beauty? I don't know which one. Which one is the stallion? The Black Stallion? Yes, that one. She wants a, <laughs> but she wants a Rome, so that's... She wants a yeah. Rome one, so I don't know. I love Rome horses. Um, Kaylin sent this one in. And it's the Maine Tack Horse, Maine as in the state, Tack Horses and Horse Trailers for Sale Facebook page. Good Lord, there's a Facebook page for everything. <sighs> they really should just check out our 
really bad ads we do on Friday because this is the person looking for low four figure been there. Find that PM for more deets again. What? <laughs> I don't even know what they're looking for. I don't know or sell or anything. I, I, I think they're looking to buy a really bad ad horse trailer, <laughs> but I don't know. I have no idea. Cause it's all very confusing today. I'm very I, confused. I know. I, some of the millennial words I like, deets I do not like for details. What I you just deets? do not like deets. The one that I get a lot is, ugh, that is so sus. <laughs> I had to look that one up. I had no idea what they were talking about. I'm old. <clears throat> Allie sent uh, this one in. One. Oh, this last one. Yep, Allie sent this one in. Chestnut Gelding, born 319.21 for $2,600. We got Flynn when he was four months old. He's been a joy to raise and responds to verbal commands. He comes Let me just when- stop you and tell you how much I hate you because your baby has been a joy to raise. <laughs> there you he comes when we call him. Does yours come when you call him? He's How is yours? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> he doesn't run away when we go to put the halter on. Effing does, I bet. Yeah, he can lunge at the walk, trot, and lope. Oh my God, does a lot at four years old. He's four ready. Four months old, Glenn. <laughs> Why are you lunging a four month old horse? He's ready for advanced training. No, and, he's not. And we invite you to come meet him. Asking price includes a large quantity of hay cubes. I believe we have about 1,200 pounds of hay cubes. What are you feeding this poor little horse? Uh, you will need a forklift to get it off the property, the horse of the hay cubes. Or we can help you bag and drop up the hay cubes to haul off. Are they loose? All right. Seeing that we are really not understanding any ads, I've gone back and reread this. He's not four months old. He's a year and a half old now. Because it's, it's Oh, they got him clear. when he was four months old. Why would you tell us that? <laughs> we don't care. That's not pertinent information when you got those. I am so confused about today's ads. And then we got uh, 1,200 pounds of loose hay cubes. Maybe they mean the big bales. When I think of hay cubes, I think of the tiny little cubes. So, uh, all right. All the ads have just confused the hell out of us today. <laughs> I'm so unsatisfied. I feel like I need to go to like Craigslist in Oklahoma and read a clear, really bad ad. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on today. I have no idea. All right. Well, that's it. We're going to, we're going to wrap it up and call it a day. Uh, auditors for the rest of the day. Uh, we are actually, this is it. I, this is it for our week. So we're going to head, we're going to check out Weatherford today. See if there's anything interesting in Weatherford. There apparently, what's the name of that tax shop? Jennifer, the big tax shop we're supposed to go to. The big tax shop. What's it called? Teskies. We're supposed to go there today, and I looked at pictures, and they have about a 1,000 saddles. So we're going there today because Jennifer wants to do that. And then apparently there's a normal person affordable tax shop that we're going to, too. So we're going to do the high-end one and then the normal one. So uh, once again, on my day off, I'm doing horse stuff. But that's going to end over the weekend. We're doing non-horse stuff over the weekend. So I'm very excited about that. It's not your day off. You just worked. Remember, this is a (laughs) job. That is true. I forget about that sometimes. Hold on, auditors. We'll be uh, hanging around with you for a couple of minutes. I I just just want to let you know that I just went to Craigslist Uh and found an ad. And its title is, Not Fancy Broke, But Goes Over Your Pointer. (laughs) 
back. It's Faye Neutergeld. I'll help you out. Hi, auditors. I don't have the auditor post-show music, so we'll just give the disclaimer. This is not safe for work or children. So, Paige, turn it off. That's what... Hopefully Paige doesn't listen to this, Paige, bless her heart. That's the mom, though. Or is that the kid? That was the kid, I think. I think mom... The kid's named Paige, I'm pretty sure. I'd have to look at Wednesday. Sorry, we screwed that up. Yeah, we found out we have a 10-year-old auditor. Anyway, whatever 10-year-olds are listening, don't listen. Turn it off now. Actually, I don't have too bad a thing. So, I have some observations from our drives. We've driven probably 1,100 miles now. So, when we got into Oklahoma, and you kind of explained it, but I want you to explain it to everybody else, because there's probably other people living in the East Coast that have not experienced this. We saw a lot of metal fencing. So, it's metal pipes across the top that look like they have to be welded together. And then it looks like kind of metal pipes that run across the bottom instead of wire or boards. So what's the story with all the metal fencing? And that's almost all they have down here in Texas. So this this type of fencing is called pipe and cable. And what it is, is yeah, the pipe is put into the ground and there's a, a top pipe that is welded along the top. And in between all of those, it's either three or four cables that go through these little pieces like like a little horseshoe thing that's welded onto the pipe that the cable goes through it. And it's called pipe and cable. And when we moved here, I thought, well, why does everybody use, like, everybody has this fencing. Everybody. And and when you move somewhere, you have to go, okay, well, what I knew in my last place may not be what they use in this part of the country. So we did a lot of research on all the different types of fencing. And what number one, I think it's super ugly. It's just gross. I, I don't like it at all. And I really didn't want it, but I thought, well, do people use it for the wind? Why? I was thinking Why? maybe the wood rots or I don't know. I, you know, I didn't know. Um, pipe and cable. It all comes from the oil fields, all that pipe and all that cable. So people buy it up real cheap. And then they, all they're really, their cost is mostly just the welding portion. And oh. so apparently it was a very affordable type of fence. Now, uh, it is not anymore, <laughs> but nothing is cheap anymore. So what the, it is what it is. But yeah, so it's called pipe and cable, and it's just because all of that, they're just repurposing it from the oil fields. Well, then the other thing I saw, um, too, when we got further into Texas, as a matter of fact, when we got down to Weatherford and, and Tammy's area here, it's the first time we've seen it. First of all, there's a lot of barbed wire in this world. We don't see any barbed wire in Florida, right? So oh, that's true. when we see barbed wire, it gets, it's just everywhere. Um, if I put scooter out in barbed wire, do you know how many vet bills I would have with scooter? Yeah, but barbed wire is not for horses. Oh, there were a lot of People horses in barbed wire. For, for cattle mainly, and there might be some horses out with it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to me to have it, but that is... If that's how people were able yeah, to, I guess and maybe they've been that way for a long time. Acres. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing that on the barbed wire fencing, they have sticks that are vertical that go up and down. So they have posts every eight, ten feet apart, like like normal fencing, but they have these little sticks that are woven into the barbed wire. They're actually wooden branches that are yeah. woven into. I had never seen until so there might be fifteen of those between each post. I had never seen that before. I don't know. In between 15 sticks woven into it. Uh, in between every post? post, yeah. Well, I do know that they'll put sticks up to make it visible. Well, it makes it very visible. Nobody would probably try and run into it with the sticks up there. It's a lot of little sticks, and it must take forever. I don't know how they do it. 
But that was bizarre. We have never, se- I've never seen a picture of that before. And Tammy has it here, and all the neighbors all around her have it. Why didn't so, you ask her? I'm going to. I forgot. <laughs> I'm going to ask her that because I want to know the reason for that. All right. Well, if, it, let, let me know the answer. I would guess visibility, but. What do I know? It's got to be time-consuming to wrap all those sticks with the... I don't know. Well, then the piping cable's got to suck. I mean, every... Yeah, that's to be welded. We put put in... All that wood fencing you saw... Yeah. Chad did. Mainly. uh, Me, some of it with him. But for the most part, like, he's... And your ground's kind of hard right now. (laughs) It is. Yeah, we don't... We we, we quit for now. But we have a post hole digger that goes on the tractor and and all that. But yeah, it's awful. It's... uh, Fencing is awful work. (laughs) <laughs> There's no like, oh, this fencing's fun to put up. No, that's not well, a thing anybody's ever said. No, when we lived it. in Pennsylvania, my first experience with fence- fencing when I met Jennifer was in shale ground. And anybody that's had to dig a hole in shale ground is exactly what I'm talking about. You hit the shale, even with the one on the tractor, the post hole digger on the tractor, it just sits and spins. So you have to get out that pick and you have to pick at it and pick at it and pick at it to break up the shale. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. And that's some of the posts were only foot deep and you just concreted them because that's all the deeper you could go. <laughs> you cut off the well, top. we concrete every post here, too. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the winds you have. <laughs> Probably. So, yeah, with the winds you have, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, so those are just, you know, early observations. And then when you get to Texas, you realize how small a farm you really have. <laughs> <laughs> Now, a lot of them are cattle operations. And the farms are like thousands of acres, and the fencing goes for miles. But, my God, there's some big farms. Well, you know, when we were driving from Colorado to here, there were a couple ranches in Colorado that went on for miles. Miles. And I just thought, you can't have enough cattle to run. I mean, we're like 30,000 acres, I, I just monumental, giant, mile-long farms. And so I started Googling them, and most of these farms, do you know what they are? They're BLM land, right? No. They're no? privately owned farms that would last like six miles of the same fencing, you know, so you know it's the same thing. What it is is a hunting land where people will, let, you know, they they. They take you on hunting trips. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So you like book a time to go kill some beautiful animal that happens to be on their land. And then like that's what that's what the land is for, I guess. You, you know? shouldn't be shooting know. those wild boar. You should be riding them. <laughs> I mean, they got saddles <laughs> for them. <laughs> anyway, so those we'll have more observations, I'm sure, next week, though. Uh, so we stay here. We're going to do Fort Worth stuff over the weekend because um, Jennifer's never been there. I've been there once. And then uh, we're going to – we transfer to a campground above Dallas on uh, – by a lake. It looks beautiful. Uh, above Dallas on Monday, and then we're there for the week, and then I have two days at Podcast Movement, and then we have three days at WESA, the trade show. So we'll be doing a show, actually, from WESA, I think. Uh, one, the one day we record will be from WESA. So – uh, it should be a lot of fun, uh, and it'll be interesting because I've never been to downtown Dallas, and both of these are in downtown Dallas. So I did hear, though, Tammy said, oh, you're going to downtown Dallas? He, she said they've had a rash of people stealing, get this, taillights off of trucks. What? Apparently a new taillight for a new truck that has all the gadgets on it and stuff is $1,200, so they're selling them on eBay and stuff. There are not tail lights for twelve hundred dollars so she said that it's been a rash she's had friends that have driven downtown and parked and their tail lights get stolen 
God, that's crazy. They'll steal anything. <laughs> she said, definitely do not leave anything in your truck. Nothing that looks like it's valuable at all. Don't leave a computer bag. Don't leave anything. So that was a good oh. warning. I'm glad she said that because I don't get the cities much. So Norman was huge. Yeah, huge. <laughs> yeah, ginormous. Just, just enormous. All right, everybody, I have to go um, because I have fun to have. So I'm going to leave this fun and go to different non-horsey fun for a while. All right. Sounds good, everybody. Have a great day. Bye, Glenn. Have All right. Glenn. We'll see you.